Hey, Chismosas, we're back with a very special episode. Decision Day is next week, and we were invited to dish about our Season 15 cast with our friends Jen and Jared at Siblings Take On. It was a really fun session, and we hope you enjoy the show. Welcome, 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 everybody, to the first crossover episode of Cheese Make Queens and Siblings Take On podcast that both recap and provide unsolicited commentary on Married at First Sight, a reality show that pairs complete strangers for a legally binding marriage for eight weeks to answer the question, how much are people willing to embarrass themselves publicly for social media follows? So before we deep dive into our thoughts and our predictions for the season 15 San Diego participants, let's get to know these podcasters. And we will start with the ladies from Cheesemake Queens. So Stephanie, how did this show and your podcast co-host Igby come into your life? Oh, Lord. Um, in the year 2000, <laughs> we're in high school, freshman class, and um, Igby was forced to be in our science group. She did not want to join this science group of uh, me and my other bestie. And- um, Our other bestie. Our other bestie, pardon, whatever. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, they were having a good time with each other, lighting things on fire. It was one of those kinds of experiments. And uh, I was whining because they weren't letting me set anything on fire. And I didn't read the directions. They let me set something on fire and I almost burned the lab down. So that happened. <laughs> She's been stuck with us ever since. So perfect. <laughs> and so I stumbled across She's Me Queens because you both are in Texas and I was living in Texas at the time. And I had a friend who used to call me Chismosa. And so when I saw Chismate Queen, I was like, oh, this speaks to me. This, these are my people. So Igby, what made you guys decide to start Chismate Queens? I think we were in the same place as a lot of people who are in the podcast game now. Um, you know, 2020 happened, COVID happened. We had a lot of time, a lot of <laughs> a time to waste. So I had been watching Married at First Sight for a while and I used to always tell Stephanie about it, but she never really latched onto it. But once we had all this downtime, there was nothing else to do, nowhere to go. So that's when she started getting into it. And then from there, we're, we're constantly talking about it anyway. And we figured why not start a podcast? Since that and it was, was perfect. Thing. It was perfect timing with the Houston cast too. Yes. That was part of it too. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And I think I, when I was living in Bastrop at the time and the Houston cast, um, they were doing these watch parties. So in some bar in Houston. And so they would kind of put on their social media, like, Hey, we're meeting at this bar, come meet us. And my partner and I were going to um, Colorado the next day for Thanksgiving. And I was like, I could make this work. Like I could drive to Houston. Right. It was Ryan, Johnny and Zach were going to be there. And I was like, oh, I have questions for all of them. <laughs> My partner was like, you're not driving to Houston. We have an early flight tomorrow. So I really wanted to be there, though. We I talked to way too there. much shit to... To go meet these people in person <laughs> and that's what my partner said he's like you're, you're talking all this shit about ryan but you're gonna meet him and be like hi nice to meet you <laughs> that's the reality all right little brother 
how did this show come into your life? Why did you decide to start a podcast with your sister? Um, well, the show came in my life simply because uh, my wife uh, would watch it while I was doing some work stuff or whatever. She got home while I was still working and I would come downstairs and want to like change the channel, but out of respect, kind of let her finish her episodes. And uh, after a while, I was like, oh, this is juicy. I can get into this. <laughs> this is not like a typical reality show. And I fell for it. And then um, you, unfortunately, decided to leave the country. So I was like, I need a way to stay connected to my sister. You watch the show. I watch the show. We both talk a lot of shit about people. So why not put our hobbies together and uh, make it work? So that's how this all got started. Yeah. So for the listeners that are not familiar with all all of us individually, collectively, uh, we'll start with you, Igby. What is your status? I'm super duper single. I'm out in the streets. It's a struggle. I hate it. It's cash. <laughs> I see why these people do this show. Get it? Because man, the bar is in hell at this point. Um, I don't have any kids. I'm a free bird out there. Kill is way too thirsty. Don't be throwing that at my friend. <laughs> All right, Stephanie. What about you? I was pregnant in 2020, um, so that was uh, what was it? It'd be Atlanta. I think so. So um, I am happily married, been together with my husband since 2009. Um, but yeah, uh, I had my first baby in 2020. I've been a stepmom for 13 years. So we have a big age gap. I got a sophomore in high school and a toddler. Oh, so, goodness. Crazy, craziness. Ah. That's kind of that's kind of like our separation. So um, my my brother and I share a, a dad, um, but we are twelve years apart. So we are different generations. Um, now I am I'm divorced, I'm happily divorced. I've been happily divorced for five years, um, and started the show. Actually, I started season one um, with with Jamie and Doug. I used to slide into Doug's DM and be like, "You don't need her. She's." B-I-T-C-H and they're going to be thrown oh, no. Oh, now they've been married all this time and I'm like whoop. No kids. I've been watching the show 100% since the DC season because I, I live in that area. So actually we met the dad of Derek, I think his name is. So he, he's a club member at one of the wineries that we're at. So we ran into him uh, like the day after the wedding. He couldn't really oh. talk about it, but <laughs> he was talking about it like a little bit. So then I really got hooked on the show. I'm like, I got to see him again. And we've seen him like once or twice at the winery since. Hmm. But yeah, that's that's uh, how I got started. So what was that? 2020 as well or 2019-ish? Hmm. All right. And I'm going to throw you all a question that I did not prepare any of you for. But if you could date anyone from any season... Who would you date? And I will start with myself since I didn't give you guys any prep on that. Um, so I am stuck between Chris. Chris Collette? Yes. So I'm stuck between Chris and before he went nuts, um, Gil. 
before we realized he didn't have any money and he's chasing clout. But like when he first got on and he was just like my dog and I send money home to Columbia and all this stuff. I was like, Oh my gosh. So those are my, those are my two <laughs> picks, which I'm not sure I'm entirely proud of, but those are mine. Jared, I know you have some go. Rachel from Houston for sure. And Morgan from San Diego. You know, she's that shit crazy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly um. your type. All right. Igby, what about you? This is a hard question <laughs> because I don't want to date any of these people. Um, if we were going on looks alone, I can't remember his name, but there was a way in the backpack season, there was a dude who kind of looked like a great value J. Cole, but he was a bad husband. But I would have to say, if I had to pick a choice, maybe I think I would choose Vincent from Atlanta. He seems like such a sweetie when he's oh, not being yeah. drama, when yes. he's not whining, if he's not in a mood, he seems okay. Okay. All right. Last but not least, here you go, Stephanie. Oh, Lord. Um, the gold digger in me would say Jose if he didn't touch me. If I didn't have to sign a prenup and get half of his assets, that would be great. Um, I only say that because he's in my cheese man. But besides that, I think Ryan is probably the closest to a guy I would date. But because oh, of his dry sense of humor. I like the white meat. I I do like the hunting. I like the fishing. I like all that stuff. I don't personally do it, but I like it appeals to me. It's a okay. I like the manly man. <laughs> so But putting up with Jose, wouldn't you hear about how he worked for NASA? Like oh my gosh. And the, oh Jose would not be my first choice. I was just saying, <laughs> if I was a gold digger, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Well, Stephanie Igby, Cheesemate Queens, opens up with some gossip about the participants on the show. So, Stephanie, what do you have for us this week? Yeah, for those who don't know Cheesemate, it just is Spanish. It's slang for gossip, tea, all that hot, juicy stuff. Um, I do have a little bit. Um, speaking of Jose, I think he's trying to like brand himself as like a financial influencer or something like that because his latest posts have been a little slanted that way. Um, it says his next collab is with Big Brothers Big Sisters and he's pictured at brunch with the financial scientist who is the a financial coach, financial educator. Uh, she's a scientist, she's a speaker. And then also at this table is a guy named Mark Martin, who's a Houston lifestyle curator, networking guru, brand ambassador, event management extraordinaire, social media influencer. That's all what his, in his real bio. Mm -mm. that just sounds like that guy went to the dictionary picked a bunch of words threw them up in the air and said i do this now like i matter <laughs> yes <laughs> so like i think he's trying to put himself in that category um he also dropped some uh an instagram saying that he has purchased his third house so he did a little tour he posted in his stories um he even the quote of this post was, if you know me outside of TV and acting, you and you know my whiteboard is as detailed as they come. Blah, 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 blah. So he's just, you know, doing humble brag um, kind of stuff and letting us know that he got money. And uh, I really do think, I think that's his next move is he's going to try and um, kind of pitch this as a, 
like a course or something like that. You know what I mean? I think mm -hmm. that's where he's going. So there's you that. You want to keep doing those HVAC commercials? I know. <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all see that? I haven't caught it living out of the country, but I've, I've heard, I've, I've seen him pop up on stuff randomly. Like, I don't know if somebody used his face without his permission, but he's been on weird stuff. Yeah, no, it's with his permission. It's with his permission because he's getting some money. Uh, what did he, what'd you say last time? He's, he's making multiple sources of income. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Let streams, streams come in. That's right. <laughs> he's going to need a bigger um, board to keep track of everything. Right. Uh, next is Minor Chief Myth. Nate and Stasha have lightened their hair. Nate is bleach blonde. What? Like, yep. Yep, <laughs> Marilyn Monroe blondes. But just this, not this. I'm point, oh, y'all can't see me. Honestly. No, I can, I can see you. I just, I don't know why this is a thing. Like, who thought that was a good idea? The two of them are supposed to be the stylish ones. Yeah. Odell like, Beckham Jr., that's who said. That's who <laughs> I was like re reaching way dip back with my reference. Wasn't um, Dennis Rodman and uh, Sylvester Stallone in a movie? There's bleach uh, blonde hair. Oh, it was Wesley Man. Yes, Wesley Snipes had blonde hair. I'm thinking of something else then. Dennis Robin always had weird hair. He did. <laughs> like, like, like Cisco type. Cisco type, yeah. Oh, yes. like silver. Oh, no. oh okay. Oh, no. It's it's very very bleach blonde. Um, Why? And Stasha has put blonde streaks in her hair. I mean, for a female, that's acceptable. Y'all can do whatever you want with your hair. It's it's fine. But. They're just trying to be cool. Um, <sighs> next, uh, Jared, your girlfriend Morgan went on ET just to let everybody know that Ben's a liar. Not a liar. <laughs> that, a liar. Yep. And um, that we saw a very, very small portion of all the things he did wrong. There was so much more that he kept lying and lying and lying and she kept giving him chance after chance and chance. And we only saw the two chances, but she was like, no, it's like five. It was like five chances and she was done. So she just wanted to put that out there. She doesn't watch the show after a few episodes. She's like, no, nah, they're not getting it right. So now she doesn't watch it at all. I find it hard to believe because they show so, so much, uh, I guess, B footage or like apartment footage but stuff goes wrong that they would show it if there were multiple chances but mm. you know I think she just they, they came face. off a little bad and so did he they're both terrible um but uh yeah I think she's just trying to save face at this point Ben meanwhile is vacationing in Thailand so he's using some of that money that he was He's pinching those pennies and now he's ready to spend it, I guess. I don't know. So there's that. Uh, we all know about the Maya situation, right? The dog in the doggy jail. Well, Miss Virginia from Atlanta wanted to insert herself in this conversation and she called it disgusting. She says that she blames the experts for not taking animals into consideration. And she's ashamed of Married at First Sight for allowing this to happen. So. the take that nobody asked for <laughs> Virginia <laughs> nobody asked for this 
Nobody ever asked for Virginia. <laughs> no, no. I have two dogs, and I would never take a human over my two dogs. Even my wife, she she picked the dogs over me. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, but I'm I'm of hmm. the opposite camp. If if my husband today said my your dog attacked me. You know, blah blah blah. I think I would choose my husband. <laughs> if he attacked him, sure, sure. But attack another dog that you mm. irresponsibly brought into the home. Air, yeah. You know that's that that's that's on you. That's not on the dog. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. But either way, we didn't ask Virginia. No. <laughs> Next, we got, have y'all ever heard of the Queen's Ball, a Bridgerton experience? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. All of the season 15 ladies were in attendance. And they have, the, they dressed up, they're ready to go. They had their Bridgerton experience. There is a slight figure in the back that might be Nate. Nate might have gone, but there was no pictures, so, of his front to, to verify that surprised those are still happening i thought they got in trouble for those because it's not affiliated with bridgerton Ooh, yeah i don't know oh, well, it happened they oh. all dressed up even morgan morgan was there so all the ladies were present <laughs> that is good and last for me kinetic content is is struggling to cast the denver season they are still posting uh, on Instagram, asking for people to apply. They are still looking on LinkedIn, searching for people to apply, uh, inviting them to apply. And uh, yeah, they're, they're doing some work there. Ooh. Yeah, I, pretty mm. good. Maybe, maybe, maybe Chris from Boston could fly <laughs> for a little bit. I don't know. I keep it's saying I keep saying they need like a redemption series, a redemption season for people that, you know, their partner was just whatever and give them yeah. like a second chance. Like, you know, poor Paige needs a second chance. Chris needs a second chance. Like they should definitely be like a redemption season. I don't know how they would make that happen with everybody living in different cities. You but. would think so, but then they would do something crazy like throw, I don't know, Michaela in Ooh. there. <laughs> make it drama you know that's true that's true that's mm -hmm. true Avi, you got chief i do um i'll try to keep it brief here uh we saw mark the shark thirsty as ever he uh, doxed his starbucks location and put the um you know let everybody know which starbucks he works at so if you want to come visit mark come on down <laughs> i'm sure his co-workers really are going to appreciate that oh no um, I, I actually looked up the location on Yelp and it has uh, trash reviews with like one and a half stars. So maybe <laughs> they won't mind after all. It's already shitty. So <laughs> yikes. Uh, it looks like Eric from Atlanta went Instagram official with his new girlfriend. So he's off the off the runway. <laughs> you know, his obsession with his occupation. But uh, his ex, Virginia, of course, doesn't care at all. Like, this doesn't phase her at all, which is why she posted an Instagram story about it, because she does not care. 
Does Virginia have a job? What does she do? Does she just sit on the internet all day just to reply to stuff that has nothing to do with her? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In her video, she accuses Eric of being a love bombing narcissist. Then she goes on to show these receipts that Eric is still trying to contact her through a friend. Uh, then she shows some other messages that she's received in her DMs from people saying that he's playing multiple women and that all the stuff he's saying about this girlfriend now is stuff he used to say to her. And it's only been six months and she knew within a year he'd be in another serious relationship, possibly married again. And she's just, she saw this coming and yada, yada, yada. And it's just like, girl, stop, get some help. <laughs> wasn't her and um, her and Clara were doing something on TikTok where they were like double dating or you had to date them both together and then Clara's guy liked Clara but Virginia's guy didn't like Virginia so Clara's like I'll just go <laughs> yeah I don't know what the the two of them are constantly out and partying uh, even last week they went to a concert together and they had tons of pictures and like started drinking at 11 o'clock in the morning for a nine o'clock concert. Uh, And I'm like, how did you, I know I'm not a wife, so I don't know either, but like, what did you think was going to happen once you got married? (laughs) Like, how were you going to keep up this lifestyle? Cause you don't seem to want to settle down at all. So I don't know why you got married at first sight (laughs) and are shocked that it didn't work out. Yeah. Yikes. Amani and Woody put up another YouTube video uh, showing their new house. So they closed on their house. They're moving in. Uh, The next video is supposed to be the baby room makeover. Uh, So it looks nice. I'm happy for them. They're still trucking along, doing well. Um, Vincent and Brianna had their baby shower last weekend. So they're getting to the end of that journey. So we should have a baby pretty soon, hopefully. Uh, There was a wedding as well. from season six, there was participant John and expert Jessica, who got together almost four years ago and uh, finally tied the knot. They were supposed to actually get married in 2020, but they had to postpone because of pandemic. Uh, so they finally had their wedding last week. They got married by Pastor Cal. There were some alum, uh, Jamie and Doug were in attendance. So were Shanice and Jeffy. they were on the same season. That was back in the day when they only had like three couples on the show instead of like six. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was a lot of birthdays happening. We saw Karen have her birthday turn up. Karen from New Orleans. Uh, Miles is still nowhere to be seen. So it's still looking like they won't. <laughs> uh, Chris from Atlanta also had a birthday turn up as well as Alexis from this season. Uh, She had a lot of people stunned with her. I don't know. To me, it gave me like OG Little Kim vibes. She had quite the birthday suit. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, she is real proud of her twins and any occasion to show them off, prop them up and put them on display. She's here for it. So that doesn't surprise me a little at all. No. She looks great. Um, I'm never, yeah, I think she looks really good. But um, again, I can understand 100% why Justin is so insecure because if she's clubbing like that, 
Um, yeah, definitely many a man is going to go talk to her, Yep. which I, is exactly what she wants. Exactly. Uh, people on Reddit too were speculating there was a photo of Alexis, Lindy, and Stasha at the party. People are saying Stasha looks pregnant, and I'm like, mm, I think anybody looks pregnant next to somebody half naked. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see it, but that's the rumor. Hmm. But that's all I got this week. That's some good ones. That is real good. That's real good. Yeah, it's, it's always interesting to see what everybody's up to and just kind of the people that kind of bop in and bop out versus the people, Virginia, that are on there 24-7 just doing their thing. <laughs> all right. So we had actually, because we have been trying to schedule this um, podcast for a while, we had actually planned to do a super- superlatives long before Kristen and Alexis did it at the prom episode. Um, I'm not all the way down with the way Kristen and Alexis made their selection. So I say we still do our own. So round table, who would you select to be most likely to host after party? And we'll start with Stephanie. Um, I would say Kristen. I think she's most personable. I think she has a lot of emotional intelligence, maybe not for herself, but um, <laughs> I think she's really empathetic and um, she just, she gives really good positive vibes. And I, I think that carries a long way when you're hosting some. Jared. I have to agree. I mean, she, she seems to be the most low-headed and can, can can continue a conversation where I think everybody else might be um, theatrical. So I'm going to go with Kristen as well. All right. Igby? I'll make three. I agree with Kristen as well. Um, They've even online on Reddit, I've seen posts where people are already campaigning for this. I know they've had those little specials here and there where they've brought back people from past seasons to host where they're kind of testing the waters. And a lot of people seem to think that Kristen would be a good choice for something like that. So I'm agreed. And I'm going to pick Alexis. I think that she does a really good job of, you know, I don't, I don't know if it's exclusive to Kristen, but I think when people are having issues and she's the one that's like, but what about this? And I think she's the one that calls out stuff that people are afraid to talk about, not so much for herself, but for other people. And I think, you know, again, with the outfits, I think she's going to bring it to every episode. So I would love to see Alexis personally as, as the next after party host. Yeah. I think you got something there. It's because she's, she's Mosa. She's messy and nosy. (laughs) Yup. So she wants to be all in everybody's business. Mm -hmm. 100%. I was going to say, she definitely wants to spread the gossip. All right, so on to the next, um, and to piggyback on your cheese may Igby, uh, who is most likely to date one of the experts? Jared. Alexis. <laughs> um, yep, that's all I got. Just Alexis. I'm not. I mean, I could see why you said that because when she was talking to the new expert. And he came out and she leaned forward and she, her voice changed and oh yeah, yeah. I could see her dating newly divorced Megan, Megan Good's ex-husband for sure. Igby? You just said it. I mean, we saw the eyes. She does not look at Justin the way she looked at no. Franklin at no. all. No. She was 
ready and at full attention. So absolutely, if she had the chance, she'd definitely go for it. Bringing it up, bringing up the rear, Stephanie. Um, I mean, if we're going with those particular experts, yeah, 100%. Um, otherwise, I would again say Kristen because she loves love. Mm. And she'll fall in love with anybody who's giving her attention. I mean, sadly. sadly. <laughs> it's sad, but it's true. All right. So who is most likely to appear on another reality show, whether that's another kinetic love is blind or something like that? Something like that. Um, who do you think is most likely to appear on another reality show, Igby? I'm going to go with Nate because he's a total thirst bucket. And if I could pick the show, I think he should be on 60 Days In for scamming. And yeah, <laughs> that's the it. show he should be on. Okay. <laughs> Stephanie. Oh, man. Um, I, uh, I think... Justin would probably be my choice in that he probably needs the help. I think he, what does he brag us too much at the beginning saying, oh my God, I'm just a piece of meat, blah, blah, blah. But in reality, I think he needs a lot of help. <laughs> and I think he, he was so close to making it happen for himself by, you know, obligation, I guess, that he would probably try it again. Yeah. All right, Jared. Y'all stole my answers, so uh, I'm gonna have to switch it up here. Um, I would have to say Mitch. Oh. I just think his his contrarian ways uh, would put him on some some environmental show, and then um, yeah, something like Survivor. Yeah, oh, yeah. I can see Mitch on Survivor. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. Okay, yeah, there's no electricity. I don't know how well they recycle on that show, but all right, all right. <laughs> um, and I'm going to go with Lindy, and I don't think that this show exists, but something about a reality show, and I could see Connect producing this, about people who are just too much, and they need to find a partner that can deal with all of their too muchness and their emotions. And blah, blah, blah. So <laughs> I don't know what that's called. I can see Kinetic getting into that, but I think Lindy needs to be on a show doing something. Lindy's not, Lindy's not too much. I've dealt with worse in my past. Yeah, but sure. I think we've already discuss the fact that you like crazy women but anyway <laughs> and also we haven't seen her get mad oh we haven't seen oh, it true. we haven't seen it yet true. she's only been at 4.5 i forgot right <laughs> maybe maybe it'll come out at the, at the reunion or on decision day we'll see yeah. all right so who is most likely to remain friends after the show it seems like again with your chisme that some of the some of the groups tend to stay together, especially with the women. Like I think the Atlanta women, for the most part, hang out. Um, so I think there's some people that do maintain their friendships after the show. Like I haven't seen Johnny or Jose together at all. I'm surprised. I thought th those twinsies would last forever. Um, but out of this season's cast, who do you think is most likely to remain friends after the show, Stephanie? Well, all the ladies are besties, it seems like. But if we're talking about the men, I don't think Justin is friends with anybody, honestly. And um, 
is. Mitch, it doesn't seem very buddy-buddy with anybody either. So what are the other two? I already have Goldfish Green. I'm already trying to forget them. Um, ben. And, and Miguel. Ben and Miguel. Yeah, I don't see any of those and guys Nate. being friends. Mm -hmm. Nate, Nate. Maybe yeah, Nate and... Jeez, I don't, I don't think any of the guys <laughs> would be friends. <laughs> they yeah, don't seem like they mesh well no. together at all. Yeah, they were weird. All right, Jared. Yeah, I would have said um, Ben and Justin because they were friends early in the season. But then I think once Ben and Morgan were done, that kind of ceased. Um, but yeah, I think all the ladies will remain friends and um, whoever wants to date Kristen after will remain friends with her. <laughs> exactly. Um, I mean, I agree with you guys. It seems like there was no real bromance this season like we've had before. Um, like Jared was saying, it seemed like it was going to be Ben and um, Justin. But once, you know, Justin's wife killed a marriage, uh, <laughs> they didn't really want to hang out like that anymore. <laughs> uh, as far as the ladies, I feel like Mitch said that on an after show that Kristen and Alexis were super tight. Uh, like on the phone every day type so oh, wow. yeah so I guess they're BFFs well I think they even said it like on the show that that Kristen said I go to Alexis for everything so I think she that's shouldn't. easy to continue yeah <laughs> loose links sinks ships loose links sinks ships I was gonna say that yeah I don't think I think and the show does a good job of misleading us. I think that Kristen and Alexis are show friends. That because I was annoyed by a by Kristen early on because she was that white lady that's always like, "Hey, girlfriend! Oh, girlfriend! You're so you're so this, hey, diva!" And so I was like, Ugh. "So I think that there's I we, think that we there's, know that one." Yeah. So I think they're show friends. I think as soon as all of this is over. Alexis is going to be done with Kristen and Kristen will be oh, sad wow. with her pug. Did you see that post about, um, I think Married at First Sight meme was trying to hook up Mark the Shark with Kristen. And he commented like saying, I would give you the world. I would treat you so nice, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, Married at First Sight meme, stop doing that. I know, right? <laughs> Don't let him ruin another person. <laughs> what? Mark will ruin anybody. He'll just take a bite out of Oh my gosh, he's terrible. I can't stand him. <laughs> if we're going off the show, he's an angel. But follow him <laughs> on social media. Oh my gosh. I can't. He's very self-serving and I fell for it and I bought one of his shirts for my brother, um, which you liked. So I fell I for it. It's a decent shirt. It's a decent polo. I felt really bad for him after that, but but now that I see what he's doing and and to Igby's point with him doxing the the Starbucks thing, I just I don't think he knows how to social media. He's like my grandfather <laughs> thinking he knows what social media is and is just not good at it at all. Well, I think like Lindsay was so terrible that we didn't get to see the real Mark and she says all these things and we because we don't like her we don't take it as truth but now that the show is over i can see like oh yeah he is on his phone all day because we see it yeah 
you know, and he is a little bit of a narcissist because every post is a picture of himself, you know, so it's, I get it, except, you know, that just makes me think both of them are terrible, but. He's trying to get his, his, his brand out there and, you know, market MTS 1983 so that people will buy his, his, his stuff and he can stop selling gym memberships. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently he isn't selling much of anything, so. Poor Mark. All right, last two. So who is most likely to be the next villain? And by villain, I'm thinking of people like Alyssa or Lindsay or Stephanie's boyfriend, Ryan. Like who from this season is most likely to be the villain of this season? We'll start with you, Jared. Oh, Alexis. She spreads all the, all the, she's me out there. Uh, did I say that right? He did, he did. All right. Yeah, well done. Me. Um, uh, she 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 just says, "Oh, you told me that. I'm gonna tell everybody else, so that whoever told me or whoever it's about gets in a whole lot of shit, like Ben." Um, so it'll definitely be her. All right, AB. Uh, yes, Alexis is the natural choice, but. I see a lot of people are not liking Miguel right now. People have really turned on him hard. So I don't know. We're going to, I mean, we only have one episode left, but people are not liking this machismo attitude he's having. My wife is one of them. My wife is a huge hater of Miguel right now. (laughs) Stephanie? I would have to say Alexis um, as well. She is the queen of miscommunication, uh, throws just in different directions. She's not great either, but you know, when she's told him this episode that we should, we're, you know, better off as friends, probably it looked like you might have shot that puppy as well as gave it away. So um, that's what he looked like. And yeah, I think she's the easy go to villain. And I'm going to pick the easiest of easies and go with Morgan just because she, and we'll, we'll talk a little bit more in depth about the couples later, but in terms of just not listening to talking, to being heard, the fact that she's still trying to defend this nurse thing is like, you doth protest too much. Like nobody cares about this anymore. Sure. You're a nurse whether or not you're a nurse, like what you did to Ben is not equal to whatever you you did to him. So for me, I think it's, it's definitely more. All right. And finally, who is most likely to complain that they got a horrible edit? I'm going to say Lindy because homegirl looks straight crazy. I know that's ableist term, but she looks wacky on this show. Like I can't make heads or tails of it. I don't know how Miguel is surviving. Sure. Stephanie? Um, I would say Miguel because he's already like following all the accounts. You know, he's already going on after party and trying to do some maintenance and cleanup work. I think he's probably the one who's trying to manage his image a little bit better than after this. Stays on our page. Now, aren't they, they're locked down, though, but you can still see if they follow you. So you can't follow them, but they can follow you. 
Exactly. So he's liking the posts and comments and such. Yeah, but we can't follow him or see what he's posting. Interesting. Who else is following you? <laughs> All the other thirst buckets. Thirsty. Virginia. <laughs> oh, no, we got. Us. Oh, who did we get blocked? And, um, Noi? Noi blocked us. Alyssa blocked us. Um, so we wear that as a badge of honor. I mean, sure. absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. All right, Jared, who do you think is going to complain that they got a horrible edit this season? Oh, Mitch. 100%. Mm. Mitch, without question. Every he looks so uh misogynistic um early in the season. And the fact that he told his wife that, you know, she, he's not attracted to her and he was going after her mom essentially, like that that's just a bad look. And I would be like, it ain't that's not what happened. And like, that's <laughs> that's that's how I would play it. So I hope he goes on the defense for that. But uh, Mitch will be my bad edit candidate. And I'm actually going to go with Nate, actually, because I think I started the season going, oh, he is terrible. And what did he do with that stripper? And, you know, he had sex with his friend, Megan. Like, oh, he's, he's terrible. Yeah, yeah. Like, nobody's surprised by that. And so, but then he got this, you know, he got this sweet edit. But now he's ending back on a jerk edit so i think he's going to be the one that's going to say no 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 you guys got me all wrong this wasn't me this was her yada yada so i think it's going to be complaining about his edit all right round table that was good discussion all right so let's get into the meat of this where we've got one episode left after this it's decision day so i think at this point it's great to kind of do a big roundtable talk about the couples in general, kind of their trajectory, and then we'll talk about decision day. We know decision day isn't the end. So what are your predictions for both decision day and beyond? So let's start with the couple that should take the least amount of discussion here, Morgan and Ben. Um, and we'll start with you. Um, oh, I did this out of order. Sorry, guys. I will start with you, Stephanie. <laughs> terms of Morgan and Ben like what do you think about their trajectory what do you think about we already know where they are on decision day but where they're going to be at the reunion yeah I don't know if they'll be on like the where are you now they'll probably be on like the where are you now episode but on the reunion um I don't know if Morgan will participate you know I think she probably feels like she had such a terrible edit and she got a lot of a lot of hate from a bunch of different people, but um, I kind of felt like they were mismatched. And if we're going off of like what we're seeing online to like how they're struggling for like the Denver um, season, I think they're just throwing things together. Like, I don't even think there's a formula like they come, they say there is, and there's all this really big thought into it. Um, so I think Ben is probably a lot better now that he's had he probably has a little more self-awareness because he just was a dumb dumb throughout the entire thing and that you can tell like he's never been in a serious relationship whatsoever right because he did all the wrong things like the relationship 101 don't put your business you know out there for the world to see um not just into justin but to the world um and morgan i think uh i think she's 
has a lot of issues. I think she probably needs to, some therapy as well. Um, and I don't, I don't know how, what, how long it'll be before she gets into another relationship. Cause I think this one probably did a doozy on her in such a short amount of time. Yeah. Jared. Oh, decision day two in the reunion. Um, yeah, I think they're gonna be there just because they might have to be contractually, <laughs> and and that is as far as I'll go with these two. Yeah, because Alyssa and Ryan or Alyssa and Chris for some reason they kept having to show up to stuff. It's like, well, I forgot about that. Was, yeah. Why are they here? Like, why were they at? You know, it was weird. There was nothing to resolve other than that. You, now that they've seen all of the hurt things, like I remember Chris saying, well, oh, if I'd known she was saying all this stuff, I would have jumped out of here. Done day one. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that that's that's what it, that's where it is. And, and I, I think you're right, Stephanie. I, I think uh, ben, needs, I mean, ben is doing some self-discovery. That's why he's in Thailand. Um, and and uh, Morgan needs to do some uh, self-reflection and talk to a professional. Amy? Um, I agree with Stephanie. I think that they were mismatched from the beginning. Morgan needs an alpha and pastel sweater bin is not it. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Um, so I think they were yeah doomed from the beginning. And I also think that his family, I don't think his mom was going to like Morgan. No. They, didn't, they weren't giving me the vibes at the wedding. So that was going to be another big problem. Uh, but I think so, that's, yeah. And I think that's the issue too with the, with the seasons coming out back to back. I think that they really thought they were going to have a home run with Johnny and Bao that they thought that they didn't even wait for that season to end before they recasted San Diego and thought, oh, we've got two Asian people again, knock it out of the park, you know, and without really thinking about, well, we can't just match two Asian people and think it's going to go. They're, they're two very <laughs> different Asian cultures, but they're also two very different types of Asian people in terms of they're closest to their family and, and where they want to be in the world. And, you know, I really thought their issue was going to be with Ben being such a cheapskate like I thought that was going to be their big issue I thought Ben being a mama's boy was going to be their big issue and it turned out that their big issue is that yeah he's not ready for a relationship but also Morgan is so stuck on being right that she never listened like the the two times that they had that discussion about the relationship she came in I'm going to let him know how I feel and he was like ah okay I'm sorry but then she just kept going at it. And so it was never, he was never going to win. He, there was nothing, he was, he was never going to be able to come back from the things that she was upset about. And so I don't, I don't fault him at all. And it's going to be decision day or if they're on the decision day episode and the reunion, it's going to be super weird. Hopefully by then he's found his voice and he can say, instead of continuing to apologize, he can say, look, lady <laughs> you know because that, that was my problem with with morgan was so many people so many different groups of people her friends told her his friends told her i believe uh pastor cal told her you need to get over this whatever he said this and you're still mad about it you need to get over it and if three different groups of people are telling you the same thing and you're not listening that's a you problem sis and 100%. I don't know if she's ever going to be able to get past that, especially if she's still on TV 
complaining about how he did it to her. Like, she's not going to get past that. And I don't think he could have done anything to resolve that either. Yeah. So, wah, wah, wah. RIP <laughs> them too. All right. Alexis and Justin. Jared, we'll start with you. So your their trajectory of their relationship. What do you think decision day, post-decision day? If they say yes on decision day, I'm going to go play Lotto because that <laughs> shit just should not have happened. Um, yeah, they were a hot mess. Alexis is manipulative, uh, confusing with her with her communication. And Justin thinks that one action is going to make the entire relationship. He he gave his dog up, so therefore it's an automatic yes. No, that's, that's not how that works, bro. There's a whole process to a relationship. And you just said, I did this one thing, and you just let it go. And one thing I wanted to ask y'all about them in particular is, have y'all ever talked about your individual sex life with your parents? Because he talked to his mama, and I was like, I'm never, I'm never. And 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 my dad was very intrusive um, in my life, and not once did my sex life come up with him, ever. And he would ask me everything. But that, that was the line that was never crossed. But willingly, he's like, oh, your mom says, oh, yeah, you weren't freaky enough? Nah, bro. Mm-mm. Sorry. Sorry. Um, and yeah, Alexis is just too much. Uh, she wants to go out to the club, which is fine. Do your club thing. But why didn't Justin say, hey, can we go clubbing together? Can I go with you? Can I be on this side of the club? And we leave together. You do your thing. Like, figure it out. Like, But he's like, no, you can't go to the club. I'm, 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 I'm scared of what you're gonna do with other with other people like he did on. go with her and he didn't like it oh he did mm-hmm. oh i missed that oh yeah no you gotta suck that up bro you gotta go you just gotta go to <laughs> to get through it my wife did not like football but every sunday she is there on the couch until she falls asleep on the couch but Aww. she was there she better than me i'm like no. <laughs> go so, my my room over here <laughs> So, I mean, yeah, they, they were a, a, another terrible match. They were mismatched. Um, it, he went from cocky to soft real quick. Like, as soon as he met Alexis, he was real soft. And um, disappointing. But then again, he was raised by his brother in a weird situation. Not going to fault his brother for anything, but, yeah, that's all, that's all weird. So... So what's, what's your that's decision a, day? That's a be- no for me, dog. <laughs> Jackson style. Um, and beyond, I hope they remain cordial, but they won't be friends. I feel like I've seen he already has the dog back. Did anybody else see that? Yeah, I think you're up next. Um, Justin and Alexis. Uh, I don't think they were a great match to begin with. I think Alexis was never attracted to Justin. I think from the wedding, like from jump, no. Cause she was even, she like complained about him. She's constantly putting him down. She's constantly telling his business. Like 
she has just like no decorum period mm -hmm. and I don't know how Justin tolerates it uh, well that's because he's like smitten kitten like if you're saying I love you on day three bro come on stop stop Which day three is not even a full day right that's their second full day together mm -hmm. yeah so two days in, I love you. Nah, I'm running. If I, if I was left, I would have ran so fast. We thought I was Usain Bolt. So. <laughs> yeah, at this point, I think Alexis is just going through the motions, trying to get her screen time so she can get her followers up after this is done. Uh, maybe she can get some club hosting uh, gigs from this. That's as good as she'd like it. So yeah, and I, I don't think they're going to. I think he might say yes. And she's gonna be like, mm, no, thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling confident that they're gonna make him go first, which is mean, but it's good TV. All right, Stephanie. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think Justin will say yes. I think she will say no. I, I he's been a doormat this entire time. She has been disrespectful from the jump. And um, I, he's gonna be heartbroken. And so, but yeah, I agree. I, I don't think he, she has ever found him attractive. And she only changed her tune during the wedding after a few drinks, and probably someone telling her, you know, this is on TV. So a few. She was wasted. <laughs> she, was, she was. Her hair at the end was just like. Dress. I was like, oh, you are wasted. But I feel like someone told her, yeah, don't be an Alyssa. This is going to be on TV. So mind your manners. Yeah. But she couldn't even do that. So. But Justin's no longer celibate, though. So, I mean, there is an applause for that, right? <laughs> Based on how he performed, he might still be celibate. I mean, that's what I was about to say because the Yelp review was bad. <laughs> <laughs> and when she said to him when they were in the car and he's like, I'm going to work on my stamina. She's like, could you go on the gym and work on the thrusters too? I was like, ma'am. <laughs> ma'am. Yeah, that's your outside. I had, leave, I had to leave the room when she said that because I, I, I was cracking up too much. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think there's there's something about and, and maybe because she has a lot of guy friends that she's used to being that playful, like, let's do digs at each other the way boys do. But at some point, it stopped being cute and it was just mean. Everything yeah. she says to him is just so mean. And I I see that, you know, and he's like, I'm always in my head and I'm always, you're in your head because you're with somebody that does not like you. <laughs> and you don't know what to do with that information. <laughs> so, yeah, that, yeah, I don't, I think if he goes first, he'll say yes. And then she will say a smooth no. And I don't know who's going to try to climb that tree afterwards because he did himself no favors mm -hmm. on trying to pick up wife number Ooh, two. I, I, I know who's going to climb that tree. I can give you that answer. It's going to be Kristen because she just wants anybody to love her. So, you know. I mean, it's going to depend on how their dogs get along. I mean, if Maya bites... What's her no, I think Kristen's a good friend. I don't think she would ever cross oh, that's Alexis. True. That's true. So. That's true. <laughs> true. Okay. All right. Who's next? Uh, speaking of 
Speaking of Kristen and Mitch, what do we think about these two? There was a lot to be desired on this episode. So uh, we will start with Igby on this one. You know what? Kristen and Mitch really turned a corner. Like, I didn't think we would end up here. They seem to really be in it and really care about each other. Mitch even loves Luna now. <laughs> she even got to sleep in the bed on the last night. So I think they're going to stay together. I think they're going to say yes on decision day. And I think they might last a little while. I don't know, forever. But they're going to try to stick it out, I think. What did you think about his, his conversation with his brother? I don't even remember. I think his brother, you know, Mitch is like, oh, I, we have a lo- we have a good time. And um, I, I love her, but I'm not in love with her. And his brother was like, well, but are you comfortable with her? Do you guys have fun? Are you attracted to her? He's like, I think that's enough. <laughs> and Mitch was like, nah. <laughs> that's not in his head too much like stop thinking about it so hard just go stephanie you know i agree i think they're gonna go all the way on decision day and say yes i i think the way mitch was like looking at her today uh, today because i rewatched it today but the way <laughs> mitch was looking at her and even when they were hugging goodbye like he didn't want to let go and i was like oh he whether he knows it or not, he loves her. You know, I think he, just because he's very inexperienced, um, he might not recognize where he's at currently, but the fact that he's having these strong emotions when he knows it's going to end, um, the experiment is going to end. I think that has pushed him over the wall where he's like, you know what, this is a good thing. He keeps bringing up how they're such a good team, how they're so compatible, how she's so understanding and, um, I think the the one that I'm kind of iffy about is Kristen. Is, is it enough? You know, and uh, both of them are very reasonable, which I really like in that, you know, they recognize it's a short period of time. How can I love you after two months or after, you know, he, he thought it was just bizarre when Justin was like, oh, I love Alexis after day three. You know, he's like, how, why, how, <laughs> you know? So um, I think both of them are very level-headed. And even if they're not forever, I think they recognize that there's enough good in both of them where they can give it a try for a little longer. I don't know. He's really extreme. So I don't know if they can go all the way after decision day, but I, I will give them good vibes and say, I hope they do. I was traveling. So I missed your um, perspective on both your perspective and, and, Igby yours as well on him not wearing the ring at his retreat and him wanting to be single Mitch for a little while. I thought that was trolling because production made it seem like he was trying to be single Mitch, but really he was just trying to avoid having to explain this whole situation. Like, oh yeah, I got married to a stranger and now you have to go into all that when you can't talk about it anyway, because you're under NDA. So I think he was just trying to just lay low, not necessarily be single and enjoy the spoils of being single. I think that was production punkiness. Mess with I agree, because in the end, he it's not like he was, you know, chasing women or they were chasing him before this, you know. So <laughs> I don't I don't think that it was anything other than that. 
Yeah, but did you hear the way he talked about the the women at the conference? Like, he's like, oh, yeah, there's beautiful women there. Like, like yeah, of course, there's always beautiful women there. And then he's like, but they, but but I didn't look at any of them. Like, he tried to cover it up quickly. So I don't know. I think he was enjoying the the ringless Mitch for a little bit. So. I have a hard time with Mitch. I think he's one of those people that wants to beat you over the head with his honesty. And he's like, I'm just being honest. And it's like, okay, you can be honest and be gentle at the same time. And so I think that my issue with him is that he's just, he's radically honest, which is nice, but I think he's also, and, and this is what happens to me when I get into where my personal stuff is triggered in, in, by these couples is that Mitch reminds me of Mike's husband where he's very much like, well, I'm just telling you how I feel. And, you know, I don't compliment you unless I really mean it. And it's like, well, if I have to ask you for a compliment, then it doesn't mean anything. And if I have to tell you what to say to me, then it means less. And I think Kristen has been trying so hard to get him like, here's a script, say this, I will love you. Da, 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 da. And he knows this, and the fact that he knows it and is still resistant to it makes me nervous that they will, I don't know, they might say yes at Decision Day, but I don't think they're going to last. And his whole like, well, I think we should, after this, not have so much pressure. Like, we don't have to, like, live together, whatever he said flippantly to her. I don't know. I think he's just not wants his cake and eats it too, but he wants his life to be totally unchanged by the experience. He wants somebody to insert into his life versus building something with another person. And I don't, and Kristen is actually the perfect person to do that <laughs> with because she's going to, she's game for anything, but you have to give I'm her living in that apartment. <laughs> that his apartment was disgusting. Disgusting. Yeah, that joke was gross. And I, I had a bachelor pad. You you've been in it. it it's, yeah. It's, it wasn't the greatest, but uh it wasn't yeah. that bad. It, his made mine look clean. I'll just put it like that. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> um yeah, my, my my point of view on 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 Mitch and Kristen is Mitch needs to calm down a little bit and like like you said, let someone else in so that their opinions can help influence his. He thinks his way is the only way. Like her, her dream of wanting to flip houses and his whole, you know, that's not that's not sustainable. That's not good for people, social economical stuff like that is a red is a huge red flag to me. Because how are you gonna, you know, share all over somebody's dream when they're telling it to you for the first time? Um, and then you know, Poolgate was horrible. Everything Kristen wants, she has to put in Broadway lights. Like, if it's not in Broadway lights, it's not going to get said. Because if you notice, like, a scene or two later, he's like, oh, yeah, I love you. Like, I can't see my life without you. Because she said, I need you to say this. Like you said, Jim, he needs a script. And then he's like, oh, I forgot my line. But here's my line now. So that's kind of where it's at. And I said something to 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 my wife and she's like well, you're not that much different it took you 12 years i said yeah but 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 yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah he, he just he, he just needs someone that's gonna in, like kind of mold with him or help him mold 
and he needs to take a step back. He's too forceful. And the way he was talking about surfing and how he missed surfing and she doesn't want to surf, like those are core pieces of Mitch. And if he's not going to be able to surf five days a week, they're not going to last. They'll, they will be a yes on decision day because of what we've seen last episode with the way he was doting over her and and she's head over heels because he said the right things at the right time two days before decision day. So they'll be a yes. But I think they might be Amirla and Gil seven days later that they're not together or they might make it a month and a half. Yeah. And she just makes me so sad when she, she'll like set a boundary and be like, well, I need this. And he'll be like, well, I'll give you a 10th of that. And she's like, that's good. <laughs> it's like, what? That's not, that's not how this works. You say, I want this. And he either gives it to you or he doesn't. You can't say I'll settle for this. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Like, oh, every time she talks, I just want to give her a hug. She makes me sad. <laughs> All right. Any final thoughts? Roundtable on Kristen and Mitch. I think right. both of their DMs will flood after this. Really? What? <laughs> I think there's enough granola people who like are like he's absolutely correct. You know, he's his lifestyle is the right lifestyle. Blah 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 blah. And then she's just so personal and bubbly, and you'll get the Mark the Sharks of the world um, hitting up those DMs. So yeah. Ryan from Houston will come flying out of nowhere. Ryan will take any screen time he can get. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that Alyssa, that Alyssa date was painful. (laughs) I was here for it. Loved watching the awkwardness. All right, my other triggering couple, Lindy and Miguel. Oy, oy, oy. I'm. Let's see, Stephanie. We'll start with you. I think she will say yes and he will say no on decision day. I think that she is too much for him. He has voiced that. Um, he is he's acting out like a child, you know, especially on that couple's retreat. You know, he can't hold it in anymore. Um, not that he was filtering himself the whole season, but I think he, you know, got what he wanted. And then after that kind of grew old he realized oh wait that's great but her personality is terrible so I think he he can't anymore and she will say yes because she is says that that's what she wants she wants to work through everything it doesn't matter they can go through all these problems no problem whatsoever it doesn't matter if that they're mismatched so I think she'll say yes she also needs that that insurance so (laughs) I said that on Twitter. I was like, Lindy girl, you better log on to ZocDoc now because you might only have a week to be seen because I don't think this marriage is going to make it. Yeah. Mm -mm. The new patient appointment, you're going to have to wait a couple months. You can't go in tomorrow. So, you know, hang in there a little little longer. Sis. You know, it's going to take him a long time. He's got to wait till the next enrollment period to take her off. So she's got, she's got some time. (laughs) Ugh. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I think I agree with you, Stephanie, that I think at the beginning, because he was like, I need sex, I need this. And she was like, okay, if I give you sex, then you're going to give me what I want. And that didn't happen. And so I think that's where they got stuck was they were both very tit for tat. Like, I need insurance, but you got to change your name. 
I like D and D. I have OCD. Like, I don't know. There was just too much of the tit for tat that they never got to a place where they were on the same page. And I think for Lindy, she's so incapable of seeing herself clearly. And I think the, the winery, the first winery trip was a good example of that, where when she relays the story to her friends and her family, she says, oh, well, he got so upset with me for just interrupting him. And that's just who I am. And it's like, no, who you are is fucking rude. <laughs> like, yeah. He was trying to tell you something and you didn't do it once. You did it repeatedly. And he's trying to share something with you that's important. And if he had done that to you, you would have lost your shit. And I don't think she's capable of seeing that piece clearly. And I'm going to, I'm a Miguel stan that I think he's, he was patient in explaining to her like, Hey, this is what I'm experiencing. And then I think to your point, I think he just got sick of it. I think he was just done. Like, I can't keep having the same conversation with you over and over again. I can't keep coddling you. I can't make these connections for you that you're not able to make for yourself. So um, yeah, I think it's another thing that'll depend on who goes first. If she goes first, she'll say yes. He'll say no. If he goes first and says no, then she'll be like, oh yeah, no too. (laughs) You know what I think? McGindy was the straw that broke the camel's back. (laughs) That fake baby. That fake baby. Yes. Once that got thrown into the loop and Lindy did not care for that baby at all, (laughs) Miguel had to be Mr. Mom. I think that might've, you know, switched a light on in his brain. Um, Because after that, it's been downhill since Mm -hmm. then. That's a good point. I didn't didn't even think of that. That that is a great point. Um, So, yeah. And looking at the next on that was at the end of this episode, them at decision day, they're like straight up fighting. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, wait, 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 wait. This doesn't isn't setting up as a yes because y'all are literally bickering at decision day. So I don't I don't think it's gonna happen. But do you Even though they were like the front runners yeah. in the beginning. Yeah. I think Lindsay might be an editing pump pump fake though, you know how mm-hmm. editing goes. Sorry. True. So, mm-hmm. sorry. Well, I think Lindy and Lin- Lindy, Lindsay, their names are too close together. Lindsay and Mark bickered <laughs> on decision day too. They didn't last, but they both said yes, even though they were mm-hmm. actively talking about how they hated each other on the couch. But then like, yes, let's give it a shot. <laughs> What's happening here? <laughs> Do you think it's fair that Miguel is getting the controlling edit now? Round table, anyway. Yeah, it's fair. Hell yeah. He is super rude to her. Like, like y'all said, he did snap finally. But, I mean, the way he said, no one talks to me like that ever over a photo, bro. Come on, like, chill out. <laughs> like, and then the whole, like, dodgeball game, support me. She was right. Y'all on different teams at that point. There's no husband wife. If you want support, y'all got to be in the same squad. Because <laughs> if my wife was opposing me on the basketball court, straight dunking on her like i'm not even gonna care like she's just gonna get all of it and um she'll have to take it but then as soon as we go home like sorry i dunked on you you're on the holding team like sorry but he, he he's he's coming across rude as hell right now so he needs to to get the edit he's getting and i know stephanie says all the time you know they can only show what you give them so <laughs> this is you this is what you're presenting so this is what we have to edit. Sorry. Yeah, I, I agree. He deserves the 
he deserves the edit he's getting. Um, she's not doing herself any favors. I think they're both rude as hell. Um, and the thing is that I think Lindy triggered him and he can't, he can't save face anymore. He can't be TV Miguel anymore, you know? So I think that's exactly what happened. Yeah. <sighs> that's true. Yeah, yeah, that fake baby. I don't know why. <laughs> we haven't seen a fake baby before, right? This is the first season? Yeah. Yeah, but this, it's the last. Because it was, <laughs> they were going so well that you had exactly. to throw some mm-hmm. kind of drama drama in there. They were, you know, they were doing everything perfectly. And then, oh, let's throw the ultimate drama in here with the baby. And that's what you get. You get a hot mess. And they're going to be a no from both, hopefully both of them, but we'll see. Better to find out now than when she's actually pregnant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Did, did anybody else feel terrible for her sister when her sister, uh, she called her sister to have the discussion and her sister was like distracted. And then she was like, oh, I'm sorry. I can't give you advice because I'm going through my own stuff right now. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> You called the wrong person. <laughs> At least she was honest. Shit, you know? Like, honesty is key when you're looking for advice. Like, I'm not I'm not the one. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Call somebody else. Yikes. Remind me not to call you next time I have relationship problems, brother. I mean, you text me first, so you I do. know where I'm at beforehand. I That's true. <laughs> That's true. I warn you. Like, hey, yeah. this is coming. Where are you? And I can prepare, so I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our final couple, Stasia, Stasia, and Nate. All right. Stephanie. I think they're both going to say yes. <laughs> and how do you feel about the trajectory of their relationship? Because I feel, and I don't know if this is kinetic throwing us a problem at the last minute to try to throw us off course, or if this is a, <laughs> ooh, Igby's got something to say (laughs) kinetic throwing us off course or what do you think and then we'll go we'll kick it to me yeah i yeah i think they will both say yes on decision day i think that this last bit of drama not that it doesn't matter but that they can both work through it off camera i think it's something that is is really highlighted because of producers and people feeding them things and and whatnot so far they've been on the same team they've had the same reactions to different things i think moving in together is going to be weird for both of them but i think they just have a lot of chemistry and they they want the same thing so i think they'll be all right i think they'll be okay um yeah all right okay when baby girl did that wall slide when he left i was like girl Stasha, what are you doing? <laughs> now, I did notice that them and Alexis and Justin didn't kiss when they parted ways. Mitch and Kristen had a little peck, and then Lindy and Miguel had like a kiss kiss. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that wall slide, no, no, <laughs> not for Nate. She's all, I'm on TV. <laughs> yes. It was wild. Um, but I think they might stay together. I mean, I too would like a free home if I was Nate. 
you know, I would love to just move into a brand new custom home. Sounds great for free. Hell yeah. Um, Stasha, what I think is happening now is Nate is reaching a boiling point um, where he's trying, but because he's not saying I love you to Stasha, she keeps pushing him and pushing him and that's driving a wedge between them and they're yeah. getting further and further apart. Uh, so she needs to chill out. Like if you want this to work, you need to just chill, take it easy. Yeah. And I feel like we're having, they're having the same argument that they had before where he's like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not telling you how I feel, but I'm showing you. And now I'm telling you, and you asked for this. So I don't know. Yeah. Jared. Yeah. But he's only telling her how he feels because she keeps pushing. Like if she just let it go, this, that their, their relationship is two issues. It's, it's money because she makes a very healthy salary and he's just like, yeah, I make a good salary, but you dwarf, you dwarf me. Like it's, it's incredible. And now it's baby gate because she, he, he's trying to see a reality of like, what it's like to have kids. And she's like, no, but we can still do these things. And he's like, but I don't see that. You can't travel with a newborn or a toddler because they have their own sets of luggage and you travel with three suitcases to go on a weekend trip like this <laughs> it's, it's not gonna happen so he it, it's one of those two issues i think if they can work through it like you said simply off camera they they might work they do have a lot of chemistry um at least sexually they have a lot of chemistry um so hopefully they work through it they're gonna be a yes because they have all this positive trajectory and Nate does want a free place to live which makes complete sense <laughs> like someone said hey I built this house that I'm allowing you to live in yeah I'd make it work for as long as I could until I couldn't you know um we all know Nate has Megan on a uh, speed dial so it, it won't last long for for him to be homeless He's like where do I go to Megan duh like <laughs> what, what are you talking about here bro so <laughs> They're, they're going to be a yes. I don't. The tattoos too. Yeah. I don't. And, and yeah, he's being so dramatic about where do I go if we don't work out? I'm going to be homeless. I mean, you're homeless. <laughs> you, you, you make 150,000, 250,000. What did he make? Something like that. It's not a it's not a lot, but I lived in San Diego and I made thirty thousand dollars. I was okay. I had a roommate. (laughs) Yeah, but you had a roommate. He doesn't want a roommate. He wants to be free. He wants to be if you're if you're homeless, you will get a roommate. That's what he wants to be. (laughs) If you're going to be homeless, you will get a roommate. I'm saying he's he's not gonna be homeless. That that was a little dramatic right there. But yeah. And the funny thing I noted with both of them is that. What she was saying something in one of her um, interviews where she's like, you know, Nate's not giving me credit for who I am as a person. And then he said, um, she's not giving me credit for my efforts. So I'm like, oh, okay. It's interesting. You both use the word credit. Like you want to be recognized for the things that you're yeah. doing, but each of them is asking the other person, pay attention to me, validate me, but they're not saying it to the other person. So their, their issue to me seems 
like if somebody sat down and thought about it or maybe, oh, I don't know, an expert jumped in and clarified this for them that they would be okay. Because I think they're looking for the same things from each other. Um, I think with the whole shopping for hardware thing that she needed to hear, oh, you've built this beautiful home. Everything looks amazing. And he needed to hear, you know, I built this home, but I want it for us. What are some things that are, that you like that'll fit here? Like maybe, and I kept thinking, this is an easy solution. Like maybe she just needed to pick three things and say, pick one of these three. Out of any of these three, I'll be happy with it. Mm-hmm. And th- yeah, their problems don't seem insurmountable to me. They seem insurmountable for people that don't communicate clearly. But I think it's something that, again, if an expert stepped in, it would be something that they could resolve. Like a real one, though, not TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, they need Pastor Khaled to sit there and be like, look, bro, y'all, y'all must know. He, he does get some solid advice. They just don't listen to him. Sometimes he does. Sometimes he's very misogynist. Yeah, the, he he dropped the ball with Bow and Johnny last season. He needed to call out Johnny a lot more than he did. Sorry, we go ahead. As far as Stasha and Nate go too, um, as far as her needing to chill, she's even in this episode was kind of with the borderline like ultimatum like if well if you want to say no say no and she's about to be at the intersection of fuck around and find out because <laughs> when he says no she's gonna be real butthurt about it and it's like mm-hmm. no that's what you told me to do you told me to if I want to walk walk so I'm leaving so she uh, she's playing a dangerous game yeah. and I agree I agree with him where she she was like um well the expert said that we needed to to hold hands and whatever he's like well i did that he's like i went away for an hour and i came back and i didn't she's like well but you've got to do it in the moment you don't get to control what somebody does if he's doing it in the way that's comfortable for him then you need to be okay with that i feel like she's another person that wants to insert this model man into her life and have him not you know, disagree. Like he needs like a, she needs like a pretty woman situation. Like here, here's $3,000 a month. You, you be where I want you to be. You show up where I want mm-hmm. you to show up and then you wear what I want you to wear. Mm. Weird. But let me, I have a question for y'all. Do you, do y'all think um, Nate is, what did she say? Uh, thug enough for a, a bad boy thug? She said one of those terms early in the season. Um <laughs> Is he that for her, or is he too bad, uh, too good boy? Mm, he doesn't give me thug. He gives me scammer. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I, I don't know. I don't know what her, her definition is. But well, I don't know. She seems to be digging whatever he's delving out. <laughs> yeah. He's San Diego thug. He's like you know, thug in Calvin Klein's. He's like, all right, I'm a thug because I wear ripped jeans, not because I'm gangbanging or anything. But also the reality is if she's living this life where she's high profile, high finance, you can't be bringing thug to the office party. You can't be bringing Mm -hmm. thug to your promotional party and things like that. So she needs to balance out what it is that she wants and what the reality is. Because thug is not going to the hardware store and picking out 
you know, draw, draw poles, gold right, accents. Yeah. So, yeah. no, no. But I mean, <laughs> he, he was a hustler, though, just like she was. You know, he sold something and then his business went bankrupt. So he's a he's a hustler and she she's a serious businesswoman who makes half a million dollars a year. Like, like you're right. You can't bring thug, but you can bring a little attitude. And when he gets upset, he does have that attitude. Like, but when he's calm and collected and logical, he's very uh, good good boy in that kind of sense from, from my point of view. I like I like when he's logical because he articulates himself so well that she can't ignore all that truth coming at her, you know. And so after that, she kind of dismisses him, which is kind of shitty. But um, that's the need I appreciate the one that is so. Even though he has a hard time recognizing his feelings and putting them out there and whatnot, when it, the time does come he can say it so well that there you go. That's what you wanted to hear, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so. And he might be like Miguel where he's like, hey, I've given you, I've been patient. I've been, you know, mm-hmm. talking to you and communicating with you. But at some point I'm done, like <laughs> I've reached my limit and I can't do yeah. this anymore. Yeah, I think that's where he's at. That's, you kind of saw that this episode and Miguel was the same way. He was like, I can't. I've done everything. I've said everything. You you can't ask more of me. And she's like, I need you to say I love you without saying I need you to say it. That, that, that's all she wants. He's like, mm-hmm. but I don't. Like, it's been two months. <laughs> like, like, what are you, what? You're crazy. Go go talk to Justin. He said it in two days. Like, <laughs> you know? So. Yeah. It's true. It's true. All right, gang, we will, we've got one week to see how all of these people end up. I think we're all pretty accurate on this one. I'll be surprised if any of us got this wildly wrong. Of course, we have decision day, and then we've got the reunion, and then I don't know what they're going to do with, with Denver. I think Nashville, Nashville's the next season up, right? Mm-hmm. Nashville and then Denver. In so January. We'll see how this goes. All right. Well, thank you so much, Stephanie. It, it was a pleasure meeting you. Where can people find Cheese Made Queens? Yeah, you can find us on Instagram at Cheese Made Queens Podcast. And Igby handles the Twitter. It is always a good time over there. And that is at Cheese Made Queens. So you can find us there. We also have a website, cheesemadequeens.com. Um, most of the time it's updated. <laughs> But if you want to reach us or if you have any cheese said, make sure to DM us on social media. Perfect. And we are Jennifer and Jared with Siblings Take On. And you can email us at siblingstakeonpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks so much, everybody. I hope you have a great day. Thank you. Thanks, y'all. Thank you.